Ladies and gentlemen, come and knock you live from the cubby hole here in Marietta, Georgia. Woo! Folks, it's Friday, and that can only mean one thing. It is now time for Linderman's Picks, right here on Tales from the Abyss. I am Jay Linderman. I'd like to thank each and every one of you out there in podcast land for tuning in to me today. I know. It's been two weeks since I've been here. I apologize. Um... I was dealing with some sort of a health issue, and I just gotten some news on it. And uh, so last Friday, I wasn't really feeling up to par to uh, to be talking to you you people last week. I just you know, and I, whenever I do this, I like to give it my all and give it my best. And I don't think that would have happened last Friday. Um, I do have some news on my health. Uh, I will not be giving that out this week because I don't have the full details. But as soon as I get some dates and some other information that I need, I will gladly pass that along. Um, as far as getting healthy, our other guys, Arthur Ziegler from Western Tales from the Abyss and Rini Rico, host of The Sentiment, they are recovering from their procedures quite nicely, so good for them. They dropped new episodes last week. And as far as this week, our man Link, flying, <laughs> he's flying Han Solo. He gave his take on the latest uh, tragedy of the Titanic submersible. Yeah, whew, boy, what a what a tragic, tragic thing there. So, yeah, so go back and look on that from this week. So that's what's happening on Tales from the Abyss. Like I said, I haven't been around in two weeks. But before we get into this week's episode, because we do have quite a bit to go over, and there's some other things I need to mention as we go on uh, with picking baseball this summer. But before we get on to all of that, our leading song, the theme from Flash Gordon 1980 from the legendary band Queen. No, no, not from the new Flash movie, which I heard was decent at best. I heard Michael Keaton killed it as Batman. I have not seen it yet. I know our man Link has seen it. I have not yet. I'm hoping to see that really, really soon. But uh, yeah, oh my goodness, Flash Gordon, I love that theme song, just hearing the piano, dun, 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 dun. Flash, oh, something like that, right? Freddie Mercury could probably sing way better than half the people on this planet, and that includes me. However, I don't know, I just like that song, and considering the Flash movie came out last weekend and is actually being considered a box office bomb, maybe I can give my take on it next week, we'll have to see. But uh, just in honor of that, I had to play one of my favorite movie theme songs of all time, Flash, by the legendary British band Queen. From the Flash Gordon movie soundtrack, by the way, which I already mentioned, so you're new. All right, let's get down to this episode. Folks, we're going to be doing something just a tad bit different when it comes to picking games for the rest of this summer, okay? All we have from now... Until uh, early September, late August, early September is football. Excuse me, is baseball. Football starts in, my bad. So, yeah, it's going to be hard to pick eight games a week on baseball because that's a lot of baseball games to pick for, you know, especially for one night. I like to just pick Friday nights because majorly throughout the weekend it's hard to gauge the rest of the weekend until that first game is over which is normally on friday night so uh we're going to just still stick with six major league baseball games instead of eight just for that and plus i think uh people understand eight baseball games in one night is a little rough to do so we're just going to do six 
And we're also going to be we're going to start going over the NFL schedule. That's right. Who is ready for that? Believe it or not, folks. I mean, we're at the end of June, and uh, we only have one more episode left this month for for Linderman's picks. Thank God we're still at least getting four weeks in. Sorry, we could we could we could add five if I wasn't out last week, but you know things happen. Anywho, yeah, the football seems to be here before you know it. They've already released the NFL schedules. So what we're gonna do each week before we do our baseball picks, we can go through and each week of the NFL schedule and then kind of go through and maybe pick out a couple early what we think could be big games. I mean, to get us ready for the football season because, like I said, it'll be here before you know it. Matter of fact, I think NCAA football starts the last weekend of August. So, and as far as our picks from baseball two weeks ago that, unfortunately, we were not able to go over. I'm not going to go through all those results because it's two weeks later. It doesn't matter. Uh, I will say that we went two and four that week. So, need to improve this week, as a matter of fact. But uh, that's okay. That's all right. And, of course... Uh, no show last week, so no picks. So we have no results to go over. So what we are going to do now is we are going to jump right on in into week one of the NFL schedule. And week one starts off with a bang. Thursday, September the 7th, in the year of our Lord, 2023, the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs will play host to an up-and-coming upstart Detroit Lions a lot of people have the Lions going pretty far. A lot of people have them winning the, the uh, division. And given the state of the NFC North, I can see why. And do I think Detroit could win that division? I do. But I'm not making any kind of division picks, Super Bowl picks, or anything like that until the preseason. So we got a while. We got uh, about a month and a half before, we, you know, a month and a half or maybe even two before we even do all that. But Detroit giving that the NFL, excuse me, yeah, the NFL North is not a very good division. Uh, I'm willing to bet Detroit could win it. But now going to Kansas City, you know, the home of the defending champs, are they going to win that first game? I mean, who knows? I mean, uh, history has it that the defending champs at home after winning the Super Bowl. Go back and look. I mean, the New England Patriots, every, every year they went to the Super Bowl, it seems like they opened up the season at home, and almost every time they lost. So we'll have to wait and see. But that should be a pretty good game for that opening game. Now on for the rest of week one. That Actually, you know, the big slate begins on Sunday, September the 10th, 2023. And here we go. We're going to start off with a division rivalry game. My Atlanta Falcons are hosting the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers have a new QB1 in town, a new sheriff. That's right, Bryce Young from Alabama, a Heisman Trophy winner. It's going to be helming the Kitty Cats as they come on down to Atlanta as second-year quarterback Desmond Ritter looks to take the reins along with 1,000-yard rusher Tyler Algier and brand-new draft pick running back out of Texas, B. John Phillips. Woo, excuse me, B. John Robinson. Oh, my Lord. Falcons offense. Chance to be special. Drake London on the outside. Kyle Pitts tight end. You got a solid offensive line. And to be honest, I think Grady Jarrett is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. That number 97, uh, been with the Falcons, considered a Falcon veteran by now. I'm telling you, he is hungry, and I think he's going to have one hell of a year. So, good, hey, good, solid matchup opening up, opening up the year for the Falcons. And Link, my man, your Panthers, 
I don't think they're going to be able to do it in week one, bro, but we have to wait and see. All right, another divisional game. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals are headed over to Cleveland. Actually, not, they're not headed far over. Same state. Uh, they're playing the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns team is expected to do a lot better this year, especially with Deshaun Watson being able to play a full season. If I was a season ticket holder or a Browns fan, I'd be ashamed of myself. Calvin Ridley gets a year suspension for putting a few dollars on some games. I'm sure it's more than a few dollars. He's not me. But give me a break, dude. Give me a break. They give him a year suspension. Deshaun Watson gets half a season. He has something like 24 counts of badness against him from, what, every single woman in Houston? I don't, something like that? I don't know, but... Anyway, Joe Burrow and Cincinnati Bengals, I think, are going to be really good. Again, they were an eyelash for making the Super Bowl for a second year in a row last year. And what was a thriller in Kansas City, Cincinnati lost. However, Cincinnati is going to be good, again, for uh, for all the people out there in Who Dat Nation. Oh, excuse me, Who Day Nation. Oh, my bad. Did I enter? Did I upset anybody? The Who Day Nation. So we'll see. Good matchup there. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars supposed to be much, much improved as well. Trevor Lawrence, uh, they actually got uh, Calvin Ridley, who I just mentioned, in the trade from the Falcons. So I think the Jacksonville Jaguars have a shot to win that division. Well, they're traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts and a new look. A new look. Colts, I mean, they're going to play their new rookie QB, C.J. Stroud. No, not C.J. Stroud. Who they draft? C.J. Stroud went to Houston. My bad. Anyway, Colts got a new quarterback. Divisional matchup. I'm interested in this to see how Trevor Lawrence does uh, in year three and second year under Doug Peterson. So we'll have to see. Tampa Bay, Super Bowl winners two or three years ago. Was it the COVID season, right? 2020? Yeah, well, it doesn't fucking matter anyway. They suck again. Thank God. Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, have revamped everything, and they're headed up north to take on the Vikings. Minnesota's trying to rebuild. They released Dalvin Cook here recently. I don't know how bad that's going to hurt their offense. We'll have to wait and see. Minnesota Vikings are playing in a bad division. That, I'm telling you, that, whew, the Bears, Vikings, Lions, Packers. Uh, who else? I mean, a bunch of others, right? I'm sure. Anyway, that NFL North division's going to be wide open. Just basically, I just don't think it's very good. Uh, here we have an AFC versus NFC matchup. The Tennessee Titans travel to the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints with brand new quarterback Derek Carr. They are actually predicted to win the NFC South, if you can believe it. I don't know about all that. I think my Atlanta Falcons will have something to say. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, New Orleans hoping to get back on track with their offense after an injury-plagued season last year. Tennessee, I <sighs> I mean, their workhorse can only work so much. Derrick Henry, I think they'll just go about as far as his legs, legs will take them, like always. So we have to wait and see. San Francisco 49ers, Niners, Niners, the San Francisco 49ers traveled to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. The 49ers could be good. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be down to them and the Eagles and the NFC this year. I really do. We have to wait and see how everything plays out, but that's kind of where I'm leaning. Pittsburgh just missed the playoffs last year. Um, yeah, they have second-year man quarterback Kenny Pickett coming back, so we have to wait and see how he does. And yeah, If he sucks, the Steelers are going to suck. If he does well, the Steelers will do well, so we'll wait and see. 
And here we go. The Arizona Cardinals, who are struggling, at least towards most all the experts out there, they're heading um, out east to take on the Washington Commander Redskin Commanders, Washington football team. Yeah, those people in the nation's capital. Um, Arizona appears to be a shit show. Kyler Murray doesn't know what the hell he wants to do. You know, Hopkins, the receiver, wants out, wants to be traded. Meanwhile, Washington slowly but surely trying to get their stuff together. We'll have to wait and see. Their quarterback, last, top quarterback last year, Taylor, Taylor Heineke, has signed on with the Falcons as a backup, by the way. Solid pickup by, by the Falcons. I know. I'm a homer. Okay. The Houston Texans and their new quarterback headed to Baltimore to take on a newly re-signed Lamar Jackson and newly signed wide receiver OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr., Baltimore, expected to contend for the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. I don't see why not. They've got to improve their secondary, just my opinion. Yeah, Baltimore should easily win that game. Uh, Green Bay is traveling to Chicago. Oh, can Justin Field in the second year in the, in the Windy City, can he lead the Bears to a playoff berth? Green Bay. First year after Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, remember, took off to the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Meanwhile, Jordan Love waiting in the wings. Can he do it? Does he have enough firepower? That's the big thing. But I'll have to wait and see. I think it's actually going to be a pretty close game. The Las Vegas Raiders and new quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, if he plays. Mr. Rod the Pine Pony is headed. They are headed out. To the Mile High City to take on the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos are hoping for big things this year. New head coach Sean Payton. What about quarterback Russell Wilson? A disastrous year last year under head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Russell Wilson looked lost. Denver looked lost. The whole damn city looked lost. So they're looking to get things back on track. The Philadelphia Eagles, the defending NFC champions, head over to New England to Beantown, or near Beantown, Boston, Massachusetts, taking on the New England Patriots. New England Patriots, Mac Jones, they ugh, did not look very good last year. Made the playoffs this rookie season, but didn't come close last year. Meanwhile, the Eagles look really good again. Like I said, I think it's going to be between them and San Fran uh, for the NFC and Super Bowl, but we have to wait and see. Got to wait things out and see how it looks. Uh, so Philly heads to New England. The Miami Dolphins are headed way out west to take on the L.A. Rams. Miami's going to be as good as Tua Tagovailoa. As, if he's healthy, they'll be fine. But I'm telling you now, Tua took a beating last year and it wasn't pretty. So we'll have to see how he even holds up. The L.A. Rams, I don't even know what the hell they be doing, man. They aged quickly after winning the Super Bowl two years ago. But they did draft another Georgia quarterback in Stetson Bennett, two-time national champion. So they say he looks pretty good, but, I mean, you got to keep him upright. Ah, the man likes to do those 12-ounce curls, so be careful. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> That's the Dolphins against the Chargers. My bad. Oh, my gosh. I misread it. Chargers, Justin Herbert and company, they should be good again, too. The next game is the Rams go to the Seattle. I just talked about the Rams. I fudged that all up, did I not? Seattle... Uh, just re-signed quarterback Geno Smith. I think they they didn't do anything long term. I think they want to see how he does in his second full year starter. But uh, should be Seattle. I think should win that game. And then our first Sunday night game of the season will be, will be the Dallas Cowboys 
traveling to take on their arch rivals, the New York Giants, the G-Men, with newly improved Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and some others. Dallas uh, released Ezekiel Elliott. They're expecting a big year out of quarterback Dak Prescott. Uh, I believe they're going to be relying a lot on running back Tony Pollard, who had a 1,000-yard season last year. At the wait and see, G-Men made the playoffs last year and played a hell of a first game wild card round before getting knocked out by the eventual NFC champion Eagles. Uh, Giants, I think, could be good again this year. I have to wait and see. So that's the first Sunday night game on September 10th, 2023 at 8.20 p.m. And then the one and only and first Monday night football game of the season. Uh, wow. I'm sure they shuffled this schedule around uh, once Aaron Rodgers went to New York. But it's the Buffalo Bills visiting the New York Jets. I'm pretty sure this went from a 1 p.m. game to a primetime, you know, Monday night slot, just like that. And when you know it's in New York and it's on September 11th, which is also my son's birthday, by the way. But uh, a lot of people, I think the Jets could be great. I do. They, I do think they have a shot at the division. And I told you my two, in, my, who I think my two NFC title contenders would be, and I think out of the AFC, to be honest, I am going to roll with uh, Cincinnati, and uh, I'm going to go roll with Cincinnati and Buffalo as, as my top two AFC, and, and of course, the defending champion Chiefs. The top five, six teams in the AFC are really good, so it's really hard to choose. So, yeah, that is it for week one of the NFL season next week. I haven't decided what are you going to do week two of the NFL season or week as they call it week zero in the NCAA season. I think we'll probably go college football next week. Anywho, let's get down to our baseball picks for this weekend. The weekend of Friday, June 23rd, 2023. Excuse me. My computer has Tourette's. Just wants to spit spit out stuff all over the place anytime she feels like it. Anywho, so before I do get into these picks, you know I got to do it, right? Folks, I'm not a professional gambler. I'm not a professional handicapper. I do this for fun. I do this for entertainment. That is it. I mean, I put numbers together, sports together, and I'm in heaven. Never been to Vegas, Reno, Atlantic City, none of that. Nope, this is just for fun. So if you do follow my picks, please gamble responsibly with the keyword being responsible. In other words, don't bet the house. You know, don't bet the Corvette if you have one. Hell, don't even bet the Pinto. I mean, just have fun. Set a limit, but you got to be responsible because gambling is fun. It can be fun. Winning money is fun. But like I said, you got to set limits and you got to be responsible enough to follow them. And without... All I can say is if you or anybody else you know has a gambling problem, please reach out to the proper proper sources to get the help that you or they need. And knowing is half the battle. All right, folks, let's get down to our picks. Are you all ready? Friday, June 23rd, 2003, and here we go. All right, we're starting off in the city of brotherly love. The Philadelphia Phillies are hosting the New York Mets. Wow, the New York Mets are a shit show. <laughs> I'm not even joking. They have a 17-25 away record. The Philadelphia Phillies um, are coming off a city uh, series against the Atlanta Braves where they lost in heartbreaking fashion in extras uh, uh, just the other day. Actually, it was just yesterday, I believe. Anyway, 
Phillies have a 19-13 home record. The Mets are sen- sending out Singa on the mound. He has 6-4 with a 3.53 ERA. The Phillies, well, they're throwing out Walker. He has 7-3 seven, seven with a 4.31 ERA. And uh, after looking at this and given the away record from the Mets and how bad they've been playing, we are going with the Philadelphia Phillies. All right. Our second pick on this wonderful Friday night, the Texas Rangers are also headed Oh, actually, they are going to the Big Apple, but this time they are playing the New York Yankees. New York Yankees, woo, they're starting to drive that struggle bus a little bit off the road. I'm just saying. They have, they're have they pitching outside of Garrett Cole. You might, as well throw, you might as well throw out a blind monkey to go out there to throw because they, they are throwing beach balls out, other than Garrett Cole. I think he's uh, Simon. Uh, Simon. Yeah, right, Simon. What did I guess? Cy Young Award. Uh, he's up for the Cy Young Award so far this year. So, yeah. But uh, the Rangers played very, very well this season, well above expectation. Rangers have a 22-15 and 15 away record. Yankees, 23-18 and 18 home record. Meanwhile, the Rangers are throwing Dunning out on the mound with an impressive 6-1 record with a 2.78 ERA. Meanwhile, Schmidt... He's one of these pitchers that's been knocking around a little bit. Schmidt is two and six with a four point six five ERA, and I, the Yankees actually just got throttled last night by the Mariners. So uh, I think they stay down because I think Dunning is, is actually a very underrated pitcher. So we're gonna go with the Texas Rangers over the New York Yankees. All right, our third game of this wonderful evening: the Boston Red Sox. Head to Chicago to take on the Southsiders and the Chicago White Sox. All right, it's the battle of the Sox. Uh, the Boston Red Sox got plump, plump, pummeled by the Minnesota Twins the other night. When I mean pummeled, I mean I believe something like ten to nothing, something like that. Uh, the Red Sox have an eighteen nineteen away record. The Chicago White Sox are starting to look better. They're not quite good yet, but they are starting to look better. Um, and they have an 18-19 home record. Going out on the pump for the Red Sox is Bellow, 4-4 four four with 3.49 ERA. For the White Sox, Giolito, 5-4 with a 3.54 ERA. I was really trying to figure out who I wanted to take in this game, but I think I want to roll with the Red Sox. Let me tell you why. Uh, you know, our boy, Arthur Ziegler, you know, Western Tales from the Abyss, he's a huge Red Sox fan. So we, you know, we track it quite a bit. And uh, I've seen the Red Sox get, you know, you know, pushed around and knocked down the ballpark this year in one game, but then come out and win the second game. So, yeah, that's why we're going with the Boston Red Sox. All right. Our fourth game for this night, Los Angeles Angels head to Denver to take on the Colorado Rockies, who are... Well, the Yankees are starting to drive the struggle bus off the road. The Rockies are definitely driving the struggle bus, and they're on their way to a river. Uh, after a decent start, injuries have really hurt them, and it's, they've just not been able to do much. Meanwhile, the Los Angeles Angels are playing fairly well right now. They do have some issues with some pitching, but, yeah, they're playing very, very well. Shohei Otani looks like he's ready to conquer the world. I'll tell you what, you put him and Ronald Acuna together and call them the Mega Powers. That's what you need to do. Uh-huh. You remember that Hulk Hogan, Randy Macho Man, Savage tag team back in the late 80s? 
I'm a dork. I know. All right, the Angels are 21 and 19 away uh, with the 21 and 19 away record. The Colorado Rockies are 16 and 19 home record. Um, meanwhile, for the Angels, Sandoval goes out on the mound. He is four and six with a 4.0 ERA. Kyle Freeland, the Rockies' supposed best pitcher, he got killed in Atlanta last week. By the way. He is four and eight with a four point four eight ERA. Yeah, we're going with the Los Angeles Angels in this one. However, I think this could be a high scoring game. Over under on this game is eleven and a half. I don't know if it'll go twelve, but it it, be, it could get close. All right, our fifth game: the Houston Astros. This is a rematch of the two thousand seventeen World Series this weekend. Ah, yes. This World Series where the Astros fucking cheated. Yep, they milly vanilly to everybody, fooled everybody. And guess what? Got off easy. And you know what MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said about the Astros just this week? That he didn't handle that right. And this and this. And um, probably should have waited to the investigation, um, found further results or more results. I mean, Completely, you gotta excuse me. My dog has decided to knock over a uh, water bowl. That's awesome. Way to go, Charlie. Anywho, yeah, might as well call him Charlie Sheen. Always trying to drink. Anywho, uh, so yeah, so guess what happens though? They get busted in 2019, 2020's COVID. So now the season starts and they get to go play with no fans around and, and, I mean, that team should have been booed out of the building in every stadium that they played in in 2020. So, yeah, they got off very easy. However, the defending champs, the Astros, this year are starting to play a lot better than they did a few weeks ago. They're starting to struggle just a tad, but it looks like they kind of righted the ship a little bit. Los Angeles Dodgers are in, the, are in that same boat as the Astros. They kind of fell off a bit, uh, played better as of uh, recent. Astros 19-15 away record. L.A. Dodgers a 22-14 home record. Out on the bump for the Astros, J.P. France 2-2 two and two with 3.42 ERA. And meanwhile, the Dodgers are trotting out, uh, yeah, a, a starter. This is his first start this uh, this season. Uh, Sheehan, so he is zeros across the board. We don't have a fucking clue what he's like. That's all right. I still like the Astros in this game just because I think they're playing just a little bit better than the Dodgers are right now. So we'll take the Houston Astros over the L.A. Dodgers. And then our final and sixth pick of this night in Major League Baseball, the Arizona Diamondbacks surprising everybody uh, are headed over to the Bay to take on the San Francisco Giants. San Francisco Giants just had a 10-win streak snapped. Just last night by the surging San Diego Padres. I believe it was the Padres. Pretty sure it was. Anywho, anyway, their streak snapped. But uh, Diamondbacks playing very well on the road. They're 13-12 and 12 away record. Meanwhile, the San Francisco Giants have a 21-18 and 18 home record. So decent records there. Uh, Diamondbacks are throwing out Davies. He has 1-3 with a 7.11 ERA. Meanwhile, the old veteran Logan Webb for the Giants, he has 6-6. Six ERA. He has had that hard luck this season where he's not getting run support. But the Giants, even though they they lost their streak last night, I do think they come back and win this game. So we're going to take the San Francisco Giants 
over the Arizona Diamondbacks. All right, folks, here's our six games on the docket for Major League Baseball tonight. Here is our picks. Do what you got to do with them. You know, book it, lock it, you know, fillet it, lay it, parlay it. Do what you got to do. Here we go. The Philadelphia Phillies, the Texas Rangers, Boston Red Sox, L.A. Angels, Houston Astros, and the San Francisco Giants. And that's it. We are done. Uh, as far as picks, anyway, hey, I still got something else to go over. It's been a while, folks. I'm so, I know I'm running over. Normally, my shows are about, what, 20 minutes? So, real quick, this is what I need to do real quick. The NHL, the season's over. Since my little two-week hiatus, the Las Vegas Golden Knights have won Lord Stanley Cup of the NHL. Yep. The Vegas Golden Knights are your Stanley Cup champions. They, def- they defeated a gassed out and hurting Florida Panthers team, four games to one. I will say valiant, valiant, valiant effort by the Panthers. But honestly, I think they just got too hurt. And my boy, Matthew Kachuk, number 19 for the Panthers. God, I wish he still played for my Flames. Did you know he actually played one game with a fractured sternum? And they didn't catch it until the game after. Yeah, that's how that's a tough son of a bitch. I'm just saying. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hockey's gone and I already miss it. Not going to lie. But congratulations to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. And I just wanted to go over real quick how we did during our NHL season this past year, picking games. And I must say, I am, I, I'm impressed. We went 25 and 18, leaving us a season of 58%. Doesn't get. Much better than that. I mean, that's 8% over than what we our goal is. We always shoot to be 500, shoot to be 50 cent. You know, don't want to pay out. You just want to try to stay in the green, even if it means a push. Or if you come out even, just try to stay in that green. And here we are in NHL season, we're at 58%. Actually, the only season where we're actually in the red was uh, college football last year. <laughs> 42%, 18 and 25. But... NFL, 56%. NCAA basketball, 58%. NHL, like I just said, 58%. And the NBA was 55%. So, yeah, we did well. I love it. (laughs) All right, folks, that is really going to do it for me. Uh, Once again, thank you for tuning in. It's good to be back. Uh, feeling great and wonderful on this wonderful Friday, and I hope everybody out there has a wonderful weekend. I know I am. I've got El Zippo kids around, and I am loving it. I know i got plans tomorrow night. Me and some friends are going to head up to uh, a bar. Yeah, we're going to uh, eat some, eat, probably eat some good food there and, and watch the College World Series. And I'm really looking forward to that. LSU versus Florida. All SEC College World Series. Go Tigers. LSU. Hey. Oh, by the way, I cannot believe I almost forgot. Last night's college baseball game. That was probably the best college baseball game I've ever seen in my entire life. You had two top prospect pitchers for the major league. Going head-to-head. They each go eight. They each give up zero runs, striking batters out all over the place. And then finally, in extra innings, LSU, who was the home team last night, came up the bat, and uh, this young man, two-run shot, boom. Tigers win two to zero. They had 
Uh, actually, they don't head anywhere. They're staying in Omaha to play the Florida Gators in what should be a very good series. And that starts tomorrow night on ESPN. Folks, just like a virgin on prom night, I am out of here. Thank you again for tuning in. It's good to be back, and I'm hoping I'm back winning some games for y'all. Remember, we have one more weekend left in June to try to get those baseball percentages up, so we're going to do what we can. So I am Jay Linderman. Thank you all once again for tuning in to Linderman's Picks right here on Tales from the Abyss. I'm here telling you to stay safe and to stay badass. Good night, America.